Hi, this is Teacher Sean. Have you ever spent time living in a foreign country? On today's episode, we'll talk about what it's like to move to Canada from a country like Brazil. We'll also talk about self-improvement and motivation. And of course, we'll use all sorts of new English vocabulary to help you improve your English speaking and increase your English speaking confidence. Hello, everyone. This is Teacher Sean welcoming you to another episode of Talk Show English. And today I'm very, very pleased to have a special guest with us who's currently living in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, all the way from Brazil. And his name is Bruno Bueno. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, yeah, it's quite a Brazilian speaker. Oh my goodness! Wow, I, I, that's even better. <laughs> cool. So, so since we're talking about your name a little bit, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background. Yeah, um, I'm originally from Brazil. I have been here in Canada since March 2015, so a little more than two years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, my background, my professional background, is with uh, web development and internet marketing. I work with that for a little more than um, 13 years now. And uh, yeah, I'm currently in Canada. And what's uh, what are the biggest changes for you between life in Brazil and, and life in Canada? Well, there are many in different areas, uh, you know, like uh, in the personal uh, point of view is uh, experiencing a different culture is something really amazing and powerful, um, at least for me. Living here, it's kind of a gift because you can know different people from different countries with different religions, um, different beliefs. And uh, I, I think we learn a lot when you accept differences from others and, uh, and you respect. And yeah, it has been a really um, excited time. So was there any culture shock or was there any, anything that you really had trouble getting used to? Um, yes. Uh, well, at least the city where I come from, uh, we don't have too much like Muslims or people with a very different religion. You know, Brazil, I think, is uh, the biggest Catholic uh, community in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so most of the people are Christians. And here in Canada, I came to study. So uh, in my class, used to have people from every part of the world with any diff- many different religions, people using, I forgot the name, when you just can see their eyes. <laughs> Women using the hijab or the niqab or something. Yeah, yes, exactly. So for me at the beginning was shocking. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you, you start knowing them and becoming friends, you know that they are like incredible people. They're mm-hmm. amazing. They're no, they're no difference, actually. It's just stereotypes. And uh, yeah, I'm learning to avoid um, paying attention to stereotypes and actually trying to see what is behind. Mm-hmm. You know? Literally, what what is behind the veil? And when I was speaking with you recently, uh, you introduced me to an article from your blog. And I guess normally your blog articles are written in Portuguese, but you sent me this article written in English. And I found it quite interesting because I'm also very, very interested in not only philosophical things, but uh, self-improvement and um, different kinds of, of ideas to motivate myself. I was really quite intrigued by your article and I felt it was worth 
talking about and, and maybe sharing with other people. And I thought your perspective was also very unique. And in your blog, you talk about being imprisoned by motivation. I think that's a, a great way to start something because people will be like imprisoned. How can I be imprisoned? by my motivation. What do you mean by that exactly? Yeah, I'm glad to hear you like the article. Um, actually, I started thinking about that because I was like chasing big change in my, my own life. Um, and uh, I, I started practicing uh, meditation like three years ago and it helped me to, uh, to learn how to observe myself, how to watch myself, like watch my thoughts, my behavior, to really kind of a watch what I'm doing and to be aware of everything. So it's just a kind of a in increasing the awareness, mm -hmm. the self-awareness. And uh, I, I noticed that I was imprisoned by motivation. Um, here's what I mean by that. I think everything we want to do, everything we want to accomplish we always wait to be motivated first in order for us to act or to, to have an action to do something. And we, we always look for um, to have some situation that give us motivation for us to move, you know. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I think this is really kind of um, unstable because um, – Motivation. W once I started to study about that, I know I, I learned that motivation is totally connected with emotions, and you know, emotions is something that fluctuate a lot, and um, it's not stable at all. And um, and what I mean by that is we rely and depend on motivation for us to to make big change, to move, to do something. So um, I think most of the time we don't do things because we are not motivated. So it, it creates a prison. So it's like we need external things to have a reason to do something? Is, is that the idea? It's part of the idea. It's part of the idea. But uh, what, I, what I, I want to express through this, this phrase is that uh, motivation keeps people imprisoned in themselves, like uh, people think that motivation could be something really good. They expect that to move, but actually in, in reality, motivation, uh, it's, it's more uh, negative in some, some perspective for people because they wait for it to do something that um yeah create this kind of prison yeah this, i don't know if i was clear but yeah. I, I think so and in fact this has been a, a a theme that has come up in other podcast conversations and and maybe i'm i'm explaining it in a different way than you're talking about it but just the idea that uh, we shouldn't wait for some magical moment of inspiration to start something that we we need to to uh, use our willpower um, and use our, our sense of intention just to, to begin a project and not wait for external motivation. Is that kind of what you mean? Yes, and uh, I would, I would complement saying that what really makes us move and change is to be rational, like 100% rational and, um, and uh, using discipline instead of using motivation. So Okay, that sounds great, but I know a lot of people are going to say, how can I do that on my own? Do I need somebody to 
take me there or do I need a mentor or a guru? Do, do you think that we need somebody to help us? I think we all need somebody to help us in all, all, always. Nobody can achieve big things alone, right? So I think uh, even this kind of stuff, which is something very personal and, and uh, intangible uh, things, I think we need. Yeah, we, we definitely need. And we need people um, that are close to us. We need people as reference, as mentors, like big names uh, to really inspire us to, yeah, to understand us better and to make change. And uh, do you have any people in particular, any uh, well-known people or people that, that you see as mentors or guides or? Yeah, you know, um, I, I consider them mentors. It's more mentors than anything else. I don't like the word guru. Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, some marketing thing. But it's a bit pretentious. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I think uh, I have a huge list, actually. Uh, in many different moments of my life, I had different influencers. I don't know if I can say that, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah was, uh, some names like Eckhart Tolle. I don't know if you heard about sure, it. Sure, yeah. I, I have two of his books. One is called The Power of Now. Yep. And the other one is called uh, Something to Do with the Earth. The New Earth. A New Earth, yes. But the book, The Power of Now, I've, I've had it for several years and I consider it one of the most life-changing books in my library, I think. Interesting. Yeah, I read it like five times, I think. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, there, there are all, other names um, such as like Tony Robbins. Charles, Charles uh, Dohig. I don't know if I'm pronouncing right. I don't um, know that. I know I, I know Tony Robbins, but the second, the Charles Dohig? Dohig? Yeah. Yes. He wrote The Power of Habit. I don't know that book, but I'll make a list of, of these for the listeners so they can have a link to them. Yeah. It's an, an amazing book. And um, Mahama Gandhi, yeah, even Jesus, mm -hmm. uh, it's some, someone that yeah, influenced me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to try to pronounce right, but I have a kind of a trouble to pronounce it. The, the other name is okay. like Aristotle. Yeah, and in, in English, I think English is one of the only languages where we don't pronounce the final vowel. So in English, we usually just call him Aristotle. Uh, okay, yeah, Aristotle. Yeah, the Greek <laughs> philosopher. So these are some of the names that, like the big names, I would say. Cool. And earlier you talked a little bit about doing meditation and how you've learned to observe yourself. And maybe you've already answered this question in a way, but are there any other ways that you've been able to apply some of the strategies you've learned in your life? Well, there are many tools and many um, skills and knowledge that I, I, I have been learning from those names and other people or even people around me um, like uh, NLP or um, some psychology theories and uh, yeah there, there are many tools right and just for people who don't know NLP uh, in English I think we usually call it neuro-linguistic programming I think that's what it means right NLP e Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I did discover the main guy a couple of years ago. Is it Richard Bandler? Is that his name? Yes. Yes, that's the one. That guy. And I've listened to, I think I listened to a couple of podcasts where he was interviewed or I listened to something where he was talking about NLP, but it's it sounds very, very interesting. And I, I know in Toronto, there are several people who not only offer NLP counseling um, when people are trying to work through some issues in their lives, but we also have, uh, maybe you've got this in Brazil and probably in Vancouver where you can uh, you can get certified you, you can become an NLP 
what is it a coach or a teacher or I yeah, don't they call they call life coach life coach exactly in summary it's a it's a very powerful tool to use i would say to use your sub, subconscious mm-hmm. that actually to use some strategies to work in your subconscious and your consciousness as well to reframe meanings and to help you as you said to to make some accomplishment faster than usual so yeah i think this is one of the great things about the period of history we live in now you know because for my father's generation or my grandfather's generation it wasn't so common especially for men to talk about uh you know self-improvement but i think now there's a trend towards trying to figure out ways to to become more productive or to get over mental blocks or emotional blocks people are, are are more open about uh discovering these new things and don't you think that's a positive trend in the world yes i think so there's always a a downside too but yes i totally agree with you and i think uh, a long time ago people um, because of the governments and the the leaders uh, that we used to have um, they used to keep people powerless i would say they, they don't want to give power to the people. So um, now we are discovering how powerful human beings we are. And uh, I think we are getting back to where we should be a long time ago. So that was the first part of my discussion with Bruno Bueno, my friend and student from Brazil. I hope you found today's episode interesting and helpful. During the podcast, we mentioned several well-known people in the self-improvement movement. And if you'd like to learn more about them, visit my website at talkshowenglish.com and click on the podcast archives tab on my homepage. Thanks again for listening. And if you have any questions or comments about today's show or any suggestions for topics for upcoming podcasts, you can join the discussion section on my website which is at talkshowenglish.com. And finally, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and leave us a review. We're always looking for ways to add more value to the Talk Show English podcast. So this is Teacher Sean saying take care and bye for now.